Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. call me Beatrice. I love Beatrice. I love Beatrice. That's right. You have to grow into that, Brains, and we are about to grow into children's literature animation by an amazing uh, teacher, yoga instructor, illustrator, and author, BB Beatrice DeVoy. I'm so proud to have her from New Zealand, and I like to do different things. But I love to stimulate the brains of little brains. Reading is so important. And it seems like it's becoming a lost art with artificial, in, uh, I was going to say, assimilation. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> with artificial intelligence, uh, the children constantly in the device. They don't have to learn penmanship anymore. All these things that really cause the mind to connect with the hand to the brain are not there like they used to be. But Bibi's bringing it back. And she's going to teach us about how to maybe incorporate some different type of techniques to stimulate our children's brains. So many times in schools, teachers get frustrated. And I understand that. But they shame the child. They cause trauma. They put them in the corner. They put them on public display. They make them write standards. But what I see incorporated now is a lot more mindfulness where they are teaching them to be a little bit more patient and handle their emotions and calm down without medication, teaching them yoga, emotional freedom technique. You know, when it was nap time and time for the book, I was the first one on the mat. So I'm sure that BB's students are the same. Let's welcome her to the edge. How are you? All the way from New Zealand, teacher BB. <laughs> Hi, April. Hi. Yeah, good. Thank you. We've got um we're we're in winter coming into winter time here. Oh, so, we're in the midst of spring. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, but today's a beautiful day outside. And um I took I've a come day to, off. I've yeah. come to Australia. But I didn't go as far as New Zealand. And that's what everybody was saying. They said, that you stopped too short. They say New Zealand is beautiful. Yeah, it's the, the one last limb you've got to go out on if you go out on a limb, that's for sure. Wow. Yeah, what, is it about, what is it about uh, New Zealand that lights you up, that just makes you so happy? Well, um, one of the major things is definitely nature. It's mm -hmm. a beautiful country. Um, and also, um, we... Uh, we're, in teaching, we connect much more to nature now because of um, because of global warming as well. Um, so that's part of the curriculum that's being encouraged, as well as mindfulness. And um, I I uh, created this book. Actually, I started to create it about um, nearly twenty years ago in two two thousand and three, um, because um, I was teaching at international schools in Japan. And I felt like the children didn't have enough outside time, um, partially because of the space and um, 
in New Zealand, we've got a lot of space. We've got um, sports fields. We've got the children get out all the time, um, especially children who do have what I call mental health issues. Mm -hmm. um, they get breaks. They get brain breaks. And um, <clears throat> so I created that book because I didn't feel there were enough resources out there um, at the time and also resources that children could share with the family or a teacher. And um, um, so what I offered at the school that I was teaching at in Tokyo at the time was an after-school yoga class for kids. And it was so popular. And I've never heard of it, actually, because I liked yoga. I thought, wow, I'm just going to, yeah. Well, yeah, and I don't know. I've been to China. I haven't been to Japan. But what I have noticed is that they are very structured. They're very disciplined. And education is first. You know, That's all of that extracurricular stuff, unless you're training for the Olympics, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is secondary. So I get that, you know, and it is very, uh, very tight, very confined. So what is the writing process for a children's book? It's a lot different than writing a adult steamy sex novel or a memoir. <laughs> You have to get into the head of a child. You have to entertain them. The uh, the language has to be transferable. You know, what was your writing process? So actually, because I'm an illustrator, um, as much as I'm an author, what uh, triggered me first were images. Because children learn differently. Some children are really good at imitating images. And some children are better at interpreting language. And um, to be honest, I speak several languages. So um, I came to New Zealand when I was 14. And for me, images were really important because I couldn't understand English at the time. So when I um, developed my book, I started off with images. And because the body is so uh, connected to the way we move, um, in the sense that when you have an image, it's easier to interpret than sometimes just using words, especially with yoga. And um, so I started off with um, using a monkey character um, because the monkey is the most similar thing to a human body. Um, and then I, I honed the words constantly. At first, it was a bit more um, adult language. Because mm -hmm. I didn't want to, I did not want to babyfy the yoga. Right. I did not want to give dogs pose, maybe poodle pose or something like that. I wanted to keep it authentic. Um, a bit like I was thinking, a bit like ballet. They use ballet language for the three-year-olds and the twenty-year-olds and anyone who can relate to it. So I wanted to um, to do it that way. So. But it took me, I would say, a good five years to hone the language down and simplify it so that the kids mm -hmm. could connect with the picture and and um, the language. Yeah, yeah, I wrote a children's book that was hugely successful. I sold 10,000 copies. It was a anti-bullying uh, environmental love story. Oh, It's out of print now because they, they mm -hmm. got the rights to it. But I was going back and forth and back and forth with trying to, again, make the language that they understood it, make it simplistic, but also be challenging. Because you want to build their vocabulary, you want to stimulate their comprehension, 
Again, you don't want to babyfy it. Brains, because you're talking to little adults. <laughs> you are, yeah, absolutely. Just in the miniature yeah. version, you know? Yeah, that's right, yeah. And they're going to grow into that. And you want it to be something that's transferable, that they can read, you know, you can read to them at three. They can start looking at the pictures and understanding, comprehend, comprehending at five. And about seven to nine, they're reading it themselves. So you're an illustrator. Wow, you're very artsy. I see some of the work there on your wall back there. That is amazing. That is amazing. And the monkey is very significant in yoga as well because that's what they tell you to do is they want you to quiet the monkey mind. Monkey mind, yeah, that's right. Now, we're always on automatic, adults and children. So now you create this masterpiece uh, oh. and you are going to also do an animated version. That's right. So um, last year I did a video. Um, I did an animation course at university. And actually, um, I, I had a very clear picture of what I wanted to do. And um, even though I was an adult student, I it was such a phenomenal class. And um, I just felt like children again it's to do with visuals and children relate so well to things that move and they can watch and then they get into it um and they may watch it first first hand like a video like a like a movie or like a, a short movie and then they start to relate to it and music also plays part of that because i think music and yoga interconnect really beautifully and uh, so I just wanted to play with that idea and see where it took me. And actually, it was a really positive experience. Make that transferable is no easy feat. Also, I can also see that as an app. I see kids all the time in the grocery store. Parents aren't talking to them. They're in that device. But what they're not doing is grabbing stuff off the shelf and putting it in the basket. So there is definitely a place for that. But what we want to do, Brains, and what I encourage, and I'm sure um, what Beatrice also encourages, is that when you are going to have your child distracted or amused or entertained by something outside of your personal interaction, make it something of value. You know, again, music stimulates the mind. It calms them down. It encourages them. It's great for mathematics, reading, spelling, comprehension, conversation. All these things are, are key to making them a contributor to society. You don't want your kids, you know, brain dead. You want to mm. pour into them like a river. What's the state of education now overall there in New Zealand? Here, we are falling behind. Uh, kids are afraid to go to school because of violence in the schools. Mm. Um, they lost so much during those two years of COVID. Oh, yeah, there right. is a lot more children being diagnosed or maybe misdiagnosed or underdiagnosed with all these things. So to uh, calm them down with a classroom of 20. They're medicating these kids. Mm -hmm. They're not mm -hmm. teaching them the mindfulness. Uh, they're working on it. I see that. Homeschooling mm -hmm. is very, very popular now. Mm -hmm. um, they've taken out the fun things. What happened to going to the museum? 
What happened to, you know, going to do science fairs, all these different activities, budget cuts. Where is it uh, in New Zealand now? What's going on? So you've touched on a lot of really important points. Um, uh, New Zealand is quite unique because we are more, we're really aware of um, uh, uh, children learn in such diverse ways. So we use different tools to um, support the child or the individual child in learning. If we have children in the school that I teach at, we have children um, with special needs and they usually are integrated in the classroom and they have a teacher aid. Our classroom numbers are not that big. Again, the school I teach at, um, there's a whānau group, which is the Māori emergent group where the children are taught bilingually. So part of the um, school has a lot of Pacifica and Māori children in there. And then there is the, the regular uh, classroom setting with the Pākehā children, but also mixed depending on where the the parents want to send their children in which part of the school they want to send their children into. Um, in regard to mental health, um, what I love about my particular school is that uh, the principal is phenomenally um, open-minded and he's not a micromanager, which um, allows me to have the freedom to implement the tools that I can bring as a, as an individual into the classroom. Um, and also I am a, a qualified primary school teacher, so that helps a lot. Um, so just, just about three days ago, I've, I've shown the principal my book and it's just gone into the library actually. Oh, um, wow. so that's awesome. And, um, what was beautiful too, it connected me to the previous principal. She's now in, a, I think she's in her late seventies, amazing woman, and mm -hmm. she appreciates it. So you can see how society's changing and yoga is not something strange anymore that isn't a cultural is it belongs to a different culture it's a, such an international thing and i would say 10% of new zealanders like in america or i don't know canada but 10% of uh, new zealanders practice yoga oh um, i do even in america yeah Oh, it's very, very, very popular. I do. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, I've missed two of my yoga practices, but I rise to the occasion because it is a discipline. It is a Such spiritual a tool. practice. It yes. allows the body flexibility. And brains don't get into all the poses. You know, everybody's not going to be able to balance on one foot and, and levitate on your, you know, on your hands. <laughs> I, I, no, it is about connecting to the breath. It is it about is connecting to source. Yeah. Once you breathe into those areas, you would be amazed. You go through that position one or two times and you go deeper and deeper. If you concentrate on the breath, yoga is actually a pre preparation for meditation. And when you get in that space and you have a nice burn offering or you have some music that complements or you have a facilitator or instructor that walks you through each pose, it is an amazing transformation and your body now it is addictive okay because addictive. okay yeah that's like me i've missed like two days and mentally i feel like i've done my body a disservice and my hip feels like i've done it a, a disservice too yes. Yes. Uh, and it's very gentle there's chair yoga that you can do as a senior citizen so you don't have to 
you know, be on the floor or be in a mat. But not only are you doing that, but you are also looking to expand into the theater world. Share that with us. <laughs> well, um, I have a graduate diploma in theater and I, I do like performing um, and I have connections even from 30 years ago because I studied theater 30 years ago, came back to New Zealand in 2014 and finished my graduate diploma in theater and reconnected to some of my actor friends, which was just, it, they're my family here. And I've just spoken to one of my closest friends and said, we should do some videos together because he's got such a, a flexible mind, <laughs> not a body, but a flexible mind. Great <laughs> you better teach him some yoga. How about that? <laughs> I need to dress him up as a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> And and actually, I, I, I have started this uh, about six years ago where a friend of mine, uh, I met this lady and we just connected and she said, come on, what do you want to do? And I said, to be honest, I'd love to make videos. So we bought this <laughs> wig and we bought ears and we put, bought makeup and I, I've still got the videos. We laughed so much, but I wasn't ready to put them up. So, um, yeah, I just talked to my friend Richard and I said, Richard, you've just got to do this with me. Oh, um, well, I see such joy exuding from you. Your cheeks light up, your eyes light up. You love what you do. And brains, that's what's so important. Do what you love. That's if so it's true. cooking, if it's gardening, if it's volunteering, you know, but don't just sit there like lunch meat. Don't waste yeah. your gift and your talents. That's so you Volunteer in the schools and connect with young people. I'm uh, going out uh, next, when I come back from my trip, uh, I'm going out and I'm going to find a senior citizen center. I think I want to be an activity director. I think they'd love you. I'm going to volunteer, <laughs> you know, without bringing great people like you. Don't think that uh, people don't like to be read to. My mother used to love that. I would sit in the bed and I would read her story just because they regress back to their childhood. They want that comfort, you know. Uh, what and about something they can relate to because in this modern world, everything is done online. And I've I've had to help people in the bank and stuff just because they don't use that language that we use anymore. And the connection to a regular staff member isn't there anymore. Exactly. And the, yeah, and the beauty with yoga is it connects you. It connects you to the people you're doing it with. It connects you to the audience. Kids get curious. They get inspired. And, and uh, the energy that flows is unbelievable. You would not, and you know what? It's a great place to manifest too, brains. It really is. And to be still, just to be quiet. When's the last time you sat somewhere for 30 minutes and was just quiet? And quiet your mind. Don't think about your bills. Don't think about your job. Don't think about your spouse. Don't think about what you have to do in the next 15 minutes. This is just your time to sit and receive. Receive whatever download that the universe has for you to release any tension and any stress and to renew your body. It is so wonderful. Aristotle, uh, can you read us maybe a page or two from the book? We definitely want to hear uh, a little bit about his journey with yoga. Okay. Uh, well, how about I read you something about what yoga is? But this is the back of the book. Perfect. So 
I've got these. I'll, I'll just show you the title so you can see it. And and I do want to mention that a lot of my yoga is connected to nature as well because a lot of the poses come from animal names or monuments. So um, here is what I said about yoga, what is yoga. And you can see, I don't know if you can see it clearly, but you can see the monkeys hanging off with their mobile phones. This is not what yoga is. <laughs> but they're curious. That is. That's cute. Yeah. It's so funny. So it says, let's, um, so what is yoga? Let's try and explain a bit more about what yoga is all about. Have you heard about, have you ever heard of such a thing as the monkey mind? Yes. Well, yeah. Well, if you haven't, neither has Aristotle, the monkey, and he, and he is a monkey. The monkey mind is the busy me, me, me voice in our heads, which constantly jump from one idea to the next and find it hard to settle on one thing. The mind can easily get distracted by hundreds of thoughts. When the monkey mind controls us, we can't concentrate, be, be, concentrate because the thoughts in our heads are like unruly, cheeky, playful monkey that play havoc with the mind. If you observe those cheeky monkeys at the zoo, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. To bring the monkey mind under control or to tame those thoughts in your head, you have it takes concentration. In the end, the only one who can control your mind is you. Now, the yogis or the sages, the enlightened holy masters, have taught for thousands of years that only when the mind, body, and soul are in balance and harmony will you understand yourself better. When you're in comfort, when you're in comfortable control of your mind and emotions, you won't feel like wanting to control everything else so much and you'll experience a sense of freedom, which is invigorating and beyond explanation. The sages call this union with your true self. Wow, pretty amazing. By trying to keep focused on the yoga exercises in the previous pages, your mind will begin uh, to become more attuned and clear. You'll start to flow more with your breath, aware of your needs, wishes, and personal comfort zone. Everyone is different, and that's a great thing. That is amazing. Again, <laughs> I, I think I pegged it. It was really good. And let me show you something really cute that my mother gave me. Okay. <laughs> These are finger slippers. She, said, she loved monkeys. She loved monkeys. And I saw these one day she says honey she says you're on that computer she says why don't you give your fingers a break? is that the cutest thing you've ever seen I that is so good I she sounds it. like my mom yeah you know it's really wonderful and you are wonderful too and you know I tell people all the time that nurses and teachers are my favorite people on the planet you do not get the credit that you deserve you've dedicated your life to educate love, mentor, and mold young minds. Brains, as parents, you need to honor your teacher. You need to give her a break. You need to give her a, a gift certificate to get a massage because she's there to wipe the snotty nose. She's there to wipe the tears, okay? She's there to make sure that the lunch is, is prepared. Here in the United States, unfortunately, they signed up to be the bulletproof vest. They take care yeah. of the kid. They are the reporter if something is going wrong. They yeah, have so mandated to report, but they are also there to entertain and to love and support. And when your teacher pats you on the back, and I hope you're still able to give hugs, 
Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. When you're able to do that as a child, it's better almost than a parent because your educator, you have pleased them. You got it. And when you go back and you see this child graduate from college, the tears stream down your face because you know that you participated in that. So don't uh, let anyone uh, downplay your profession. You know, you don't get the money that you deserve, but you will get your wings in heaven because you are amazing. And that is definitely you, BB. Please tell my friends how they can get a copy of the book and how they can get in touch with you. Uh, there might be a speaking opportunity. There might be another opportunity to go back to Japan or even come to the United States and share this philosophy with other individuals. Well, I've actually been to the United States. Well, come back. Well, obviously, obviously through my teacher training, but yoga teacher training. But here is what I've written down. I'll just show it to you. Oh, pull, you it, back just, pull it back just a little bit. There you go. So you can Google Aristotle's journey into yoga and the country, and it's all over the United States. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Booktopia. You can get it from Barnes and Noble. But what I would like to suggest is get the hardcover book because it'll last you for a lifetime. And, and it is absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you. And I'll I'm going to put a link to that uh, brains at the back and also in the show notes. And all you'll have to do is click on it. Look at that, Aristotle's journey into yoga. Happiness for children, the young at heart. And That's the young at heart, yes. And can I, just, can I just do a shout out for Dr. Jane Goodall? Yes. So you know Dr. Jane Goodall, don't you? Yes, yes. She is, yeah, she's one of my, um, I guess, mentor. I don't know what to call it. She's just one of those people who followed her calling and devoted her life to environmentalism. And of course, saving the chimpanzees. And I was so lucky to meet her personally when she came to New Zealand in 2019, just before COVID. And I had two spare tickets and I gave them to my friends because I wanted to introduce them to her work as well. And I happened to be able to meet her at a meet and greet. And I, I gave her a gift of my yoga book um, with a letter. And she wrote back to me and she endorsed my book. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so part of the proceeds, this is on the back. I've got the library tag on here, but part of the proceeds go to her Roots and Shoots Foundation in New Zealand and Chimponga, um, the chimpanzee um, foundation where they um, put chimpanzees that have been in captivity back into nature. So... Wow. Part, part of the proceeds of this book, if you buy the book, um, go to her foundation. And um, I'm just so pleased with it because it just ties up everything. And the fact that she wrote back to me was probably one of the biggest honors in in my life for the work that I'm doing. It sort of, it just uh, answered something. It validates you. And brain, you know, you want to get an ROI. You want to return on your investment. I don't care what it is. A pat on the back and acknowledgement is key. And it doesn't have to be monetary. It's true, yes. That's okay. right. It's all about uh, I, I just read a beautiful quote. What is it? Money can buy you things, but someone believing you in you is priceless. And in that sense, she validated that. Yeah. So, yeah. And so you no. validated us. Brains, I need you to go in, purchase a copy of the book. Portion of it is going to Jane Goodall's Foundation. 
It's also going to be able to be in circulation for other children and parents that want to connect, that want to learn about yoga. You're never too old. They say once an adult, twice a child. Go in and like, love, and share right here on The Edge with April Mahoney. We're on all the major hotspots. We bring you everything from arts to entertainment, science, research, education. We are here for you. Thank you so much for being with us, BB. I appreciate you and value you so much. Can I do one more shout out? Absolutely. Um, if people want to find me, um, they can find me on uh, my Facebook, which is probably the most obvious one and I've again written it down I'm a teacher you can tell <laughs> monkey yoga with BB and it says BB world so they can see what I do there and they'll also find links to my book and if anyone for some reason wants to email me can I show that as well yes absolutely <laughs> so you can either email me at bbdevoy at gmail.com or monkeyyogakids at gmail.com and get your monkey mind together, brains. Learn to be quiet, be still, and just swing. Thanks so much, Phoebe. Thank you, April. I appreciate you. We'll talk again soon. Okay, bye. Bye, bye, -bye. brains. Bye.